Hi guys, welcome to season four, episode 11 of the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. If you've been following for a while, the past few months, you've been like, what the heck is Michelle doing? Because pretty much I've been non-existent on here and I have missed it. I was so excited to sit down just now. I actually, true story, realized I was missing something I needed and I had to run upstairs to grab it. And I literally ran because I was that excited that I wanted to sit down and get started recording this. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in my kitchen today. You're joining me at the kitchen table because um, my area that I'm getting ready for my podcast recording little room isn't quite ready yet. Maybe, maybe next episode. We'll see. Um, okay. So a few things before we dive in. Today's episode is all about what I used to think was the secret to weight loss and why I was wrong. But before we dive in, I wanted to announce a winner. First of all, I'm so excited. I know it was so long ago, but I told you guys that we would have a giveaway for the rest of the episodes in this season. So counting this one, we have three more episodes in this season. It's been a really fun season, by the way. Um, how to make real food convenient, I think is a topic that so many of us, me included, really need. So it's been a lot of fun and I've gotten so much great feedback from you guys. It's always fun, by the way, to hear from you, your thoughts on any episode here on the podcast. So feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram or Facebook or via email. Let me know your thoughts any old time. Um, okay. So our winner, I'm excited. By the way, you can enter to win yourself for the next few episodes if you simply go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of this podcast. Um, it helps so much with the algorithms and with people seeing the podcast. And also, once they notice it, if they've never heard of it, it helps a lot if they see a lot of five-star reviews, they realize maybe they want to invest a few minutes and check out this podcast. So I would greatly appreciate it anytime for you to go over and leave a review. It means a lot to me, but that's all you have to do to win a copy of my book, Sweet Maple. Now that it's sugar making season, this is something that's very useful. And on top of that, I haven't announced this yet until just now, I have just released my masterclass all about making maple syrup. I'm so excited about this course. It answers all the questions that I have gotten over the past few years since my book was published. And it's really a companion course to work really nicely alongside Sweet Maple, the book, but it also is a standalone course. You don't have to have my book for the course to be extremely useful and help you guide you through every step of sugar making, whether you just have one tree or hundreds. And even if you don't live in the maple belt of the typical areas that people make maple syrup, even if you don't have a maple tree, trust me, this course is going to help you become a sugar maker. So I'm really excited about it. And that's actually one reason you haven't seen me here on the podcast so much because I've been so busy getting that prepared and getting it together. Um, and then there's life, you know, have this great trip Oh my goodness, three-week trip out West to see two of my daughters. Well, Bill went with me. I don't know why I said I had this great trip, um, but I'm, di I'm diverging again. I do this all the time. I feel like when I sit down, I'm literally sitting down 
with you guys and I just want to chat and I need to jump into the topic and I also still need to announce the winner. <laughs> so I'm going to stop my tangent and I'm going to let you know the winner. Let me pull up her name. Carol Sue Bain, B-A-N-E, left a review back on October 30th and that was the winning review. So Carol Sue, reach out to me and I will make sure you get a copy of my book and a full lifetime access to making maple syrup, my new masterclass. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, if you want to know about the masterclass, go to solelyrested.com slash syrup and everything you want to know about it. It's right there. And if you are a winner in the upcoming two episodes and you win free lifetime access to that course, don't worry. If you've already purchased it, I will refund you happily. And I, in lieu of show notes, I'm doing something that I hope is much more useful from now on. I just want to remind you, if you go to my website, which is kind of the wheelhouse for everything that I do, I just, it all comes together there at solelyrested.com. If you go there and you go to the search bar and you type um, S4 space E11, Everything we're talking about from this point forward in this episode, you will find there. Any scientific studies that I mention, they're going to be linked there. Any products that I talk about that help make life easier in relation to this topic, um, they're going to be linked there. So solelyrested.com and then search for S4 space E11. All right. So what did I used to think was the secret to weight loss? I think I mentioned briefly a few episodes ago that my recent weight loss has been the second time in my life that I lost a significant amount of pounds and it has never been easy. Both times, totally different stages of my life, totally different reasons that I had gained weight and totally different reasons and ways that I effectively lost weight. But the last time when I realized I really needed to do something to get healthier. One thing that I thought, well, I, I honestly thought it was pretty much the number one thing that was going to help me lose weight was to not drink my calories. I thought if I could just cut out all calories in any beverage that I might have, then that right there would help me effectively lose weight. I mean, there, there's definitely some benefit to this. It's not that it was necessarily a bad thing, but I'm realizing now as I worked through this second time of this journey to getting healthier and losing weight, I realized that first of all, calories are absolutely not a bad thing. Not something I realized the first time around. I really didn't like calories. We need them. We, we need the energy they provide. And if we don't have energy, then we can't do the things we need to do to get healthier, right? So calories are not a bad thing. And I certainly, if I am choosing the right beverages, that's the key. If I'm choosing the right beverages, it's okay if they have calories in them because they also are going to add antioxidants or prebiotics or other things into my diet that are going to actually help me lose weight. That's something I didn't know before that I have just learned this time around that I actually can be drinking something 
with calories that is effectively helping me lose weight. That was a whole new, whole new thing to me and opened up all kinds of doors for me <laughs> for helping me this second time of weight loss. So I have five specific drinks that we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to share some recipes with you, and I will link a lot of other ones over at Solely Rested. And I also have four ways before we wrap up today, four ways that I'm going to share with you to make healthy drinks easier. Because after all, that is what this whole season is about, right? Making real food and drinks more convenient. So we're going to cover that too. Okay. So one drink that I absolutely love, and truthfully, I, I kind of fell in love with this drink the first time I lost weight. I started drinking a lot more tea and I realized how much I really enjoyed tea. And I figured out how to wean myself away from the sugar or the sweetener in it so that, you know, I was just drinking unsweetened tea because remember what I thought I had to do, right? Not drink any calories. Um, but it is a drink that I have always loved since then. I actually had the director of operations on the podcast of a very large tea company. She was great to talk to. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was season three, episode 13. And I asked her some tough questions about like the health benefits of tea and what is like provable that we know about the health benefits of tea. I also asked her what I was afraid to ask because I love this tea company and I had never asked about the natural flavors and are they truly healthy? Because, well, that's a whole different story. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode that natural flavors should be a buzzword to you because you don't know what the natural flavors are. The companies can label that as a trademark secret and they don't have to disclose, you know, what they're using to make those flavors. But she assured me, Marlena, that their natural flavors are completely organic and all natural. So that's something um, that we dove into as well. So if you want to know more about tea in general, go check out that episode. But for purposes of this episode, I wanted to share one specific tea. This is a homemade tea that I started making quite a while ago. And it is my go-to. I have at least a cup of it every single day. Some days I have quite a few, more than one. And the reason that I started making this tea and the health benefits behind it, by the way, I have no qualms with now sweetening this tea with a wonderful dose of maple syrup because it's really good with or without sweetener. This is a chicory tea that I started making that replaces coffee for a lot of people. I've never been a coffee drinker, but a lot of my followers over on Instagram, when they heard about this tea and tried it, got very excited because it helped them and or a spouse totally cut coffee out, which was something they were working towards. A lot of people told me that. I was actually surprised how many people um, like it because like I said, I, I mean, for that reason, because I, I don't drink coffee, so I hadn't thought of it as a coffee replacer, but apparently it is. It's three ingredients. And if you source these three ingredients from good sources and they are organic ingredients, they are so good for you. So the three ingredients, cinnamon, dandelion root, and chicory root. And you need them in a ratio of one to one to two, if you're in that order. So one part cinnamon, one part dandelion root, two parts chicory root. 
So I was really excited when I researched these ingredients before I tried them out together. I wanted to know, you know, what are the benefits of each of them? Are these good things to be putting in my tea every day? I was really excited to find out that chicory root actually contains inulin. And I learned a lot about inulin when I was writing Sweet Maple because there is inulin in maple syrup. So I really went down that rabbit hole of what is inulin? Is it good for us? Why is it good for us? It is a complex carbohydrate or a natural fiber. And you actually find it not just in maple syrup and chicory root, you find it in plants. So anything that you are growing or um, harvesting directly from nature is probably going to have inulin in it. Amazingly, it works to encourage the growth of beneficial bacteria in our guts. And it can help with digestion, inflammation. It even can help lower blood sugar, which is what really blew me away about it when I really knew I wanted to know more about it because I'm thinking, wait a minute, that means when I'm using maple syrup, which of course has calories, right? I'm also taking an inulin, which actually helps lower blood sugar. So we're drinking a sugar that's helping lower blood sugar. Like, is that crazy or what? I mean, only in the amazing miraculousness of God's design do things like that happen. I mean, it, it never ceases to amaze me when I realize things like that. Um, what else about... I think that's everything that I want to tell you about chicory. Oh, and of course, and it tastes good is another thing. I mean, that's important. If it doesn't taste good, you're not going to drink it, right? I actually grew some this summer. Maybe I should do an episode about that because I learned so much about chicory and I love growing it. And I have already turned over some more area of the garden this year to enlarge it, to grow more chicory, because that's how excited I am about this amazing ingredient in this tea. Now, dandelion roots, okay, you probably already knew dandelion plant has like a detox quality to it and it's good for you, but people don't talk a lot about dandelion root and it has inulin too. And, you know, it's a natural fiber that's really good for us. But I came across a lot of medical records when I kind of dove a little bit more into this topic about the health benefits of dandelion root. So I will link all of those over on the solely rested show notes page to go with this episode. And then cinnamon, you know, I knew I liked cinnamon, but until I researched it, I didn't know this about cinnamon. If you look at the list of the top 26 spices, the one that is number one in antioxidants is cinnamon. Pretty cool, right? It's been used medicinally for thousands of years. I mean, people have known it's really good for us for a very long time. Some of its benefits include its antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-diabetic. There again, with the lowering the sugar, crazy. So that's the first of the five drinks. The second one is hot chocolate. Guys, I decided way back when I lost weight the first time, which I need to figure out how long ago that was, because I just keep saying when I lost weight the first time. Anyway, way back then, I cut hot chocolate out of my life because I had no idea how to have it and it tastes good and it not have calories. So boom, it was gone. Until just recently, I have never had a cup of hot chocolate since then. And if you know me and you know how much I love chocolate, you know that this is absolutely crazy because <laughs> I love chocolate and I love hot drinks. So I love hot chocolate. 
So it made me really sad to cut it out. And now it makes me very happy to enjoy a cup every day. All winter long, I've made sure that I've had at least one cup of this hot chocolate because I have put together a recipe. I think I talked about it a lot last episode. So if you want to go back one episode, the recipe is included there and I talk more about it and why I included each ingredient. But there are adaptogens in there that are so good for us on so many levels. It's a really good thing and it tastes delicious. So hot chocolate can absolutely, believe it or not, be one of these top five healthy drinks that I am talking about. Third one. I didn't even know about this one until, oh, well, we moved here nine years ago. It was probably about a year after we moved here. So probably about eight years ago. I never even heard of this drink, which is kind of crazy because I think it's been popular for twice that long, at least in like modern circles. It's been a drink that's been around for thousands of years, kombucha. I had no idea what it was when my two youngest daughters started talking about it. And they're on Pinterest looking up recipes and they're like, um, you know, I'm sure we can't make this because it sounds really complicated with this SCOBY thing. But mom, this looks so good. Like maybe we should buy some. So once I was out shopping with Kayla and Haley and I was in this rare mood of a splurge because kombucha is expensive. And I said, okay, this is that drink you guys have been nonstop talking about. You've showed me your Pinterest boards <laughs> for, for kombucha. Let's try it. I didn't like it. They weren't crazy about it either, honestly, but I hated it a lot more than they disliked it. Um, and the price tag, I'm like, wait, I just spent how much for these three bottles of something that I don't even like, it tastes like a vinegar. Um, but they liked theirs enough that they kept reading about it and they kept talking about it. And then a friend, Angela, brought some to a church ladies group. We were doing something together and that I tasted it again. I'm like, wait, this doesn't taste like vinegar. So within a week, she had given me a piece of her SCOBY and the rest is history. I fell in love with this stuff and I learned that making it yourself is so much different than store-bought because the store-bought ones sit there for who knows how long and they continue to ferment even in that glass bottle sitting on the grocery store shelf in the cold refrigerator. They still continue to ferment slowly, but they do. And the sugar continues to get eaten by the live bacteria that's in that bottle. So by the time you drink it, usually it's going to be vinegary. When you make it yourself, you have total control over everything about it exactly how long it ferments to exactly the taste that you like. So boy, did I learn a lot through trial and error with my little SCOBY that Angela gave me. And I got to the point that I was so excited about all I had learned. And I truly felt I had perfected the art of kombucha. And that's when I started making my masterclass years ago about kombucha. If you want to know more about that, go to solelyrested.com slash kombucha. But the list goes on and on about why kombucha is a healthy drink. Um, it, first of all, I mean, you're ingesting all natural probiotics. So good for your health. And any drink that's high in probiotics is going to help you um, reduce your anxiety and depression. It's going to help you enhance your immunity, of course, and fight off disease. It's actually going to brighten your skin and improve any acne that you might be fighting. 
it's going to definitely improve improve your digestion because it is feeding the good bacteria in your guts. So it is improving your gut health. It's going to boost your energy. And this is what's crazy. It actually is going to help you with weight loss. Something I never would have imagined a decade ago. Um, so the reason it helps you with weight loss, I actually have a few scientific studies that I dove into that I found fascinating about this, and I will link them in the show notes. Um, but the fermentation process. So if you're drinking any fermented drink, not just kombucha, the fermentation process creates these short chain fatty acids, and they actually play a role in our body's metabolism and in our appetite. (laughs) I don't know what that word was. Our appetite control ability. So our body suddenly controls our appetite much better because of these short chain fatty acids. And they interact with our gut's fatty acid receptors and they start regulating that signaling and they start telling you you're full when you're full. So these signals are then transmitted to your nervous system and they create these sensations of being satisfied. Isn't that amazing? Just by drinking a probiotic drink, you literally are sending signals to your brain that you're satisfied. Um, So it plays a major role. It really definitely helps with weight loss. And I think that is so cool. Yes. So two more drinks, and then we're going to break down four ways to make your drinks healthier. But I'm going to pause for a quick second to ask for your help. Over on Instagram, I'm going to put out a survey today or tomorrow. Um, And then if you don't, if you're not on Instagram or you don't listen to this right away and don't go see that, um, if you can leave a comment here on the show notes at solelyrested.com and slash for (laughs) search for, my tongue is just not working. Search for S4 space E11 and then leave a comment there or reach out to me on any social media platform or via email. And please give me your opinion because you guys are the ones listening. You guys are the ones I really, really want to know what content you want to see in our next season. I have narrowed it down thanks to all of you awesome folks who are over on Instagram who've already given me your input in previous survey that I did. So I've narrowed it down to six choices. Here they are. Please tell me which one, just choose one, is the one you would like to see in our next season. And I'm hoping that I get enough votes for one particular one that I know it is the one. All right. The six choices are weight loss, struggles, my tips, some interviews, bring on some other folks and get more insight into weight loss and all the things that that entails. Number two, preparing for midlife challenges. I talk about this every once in a while on Instagram and so many people that I'm surprised are interested, are interested. I'm surprised at how many are. So just all sorts of things about midlife, but preparing for all of it, empty nest, things with your spouse, um, things with your kids and menopause. I've learned a lot about that. Oh boy, have I. (laughs) All right. Number three, third choice, pantry items. How to stock your pantry well. On Instagram, when I show my bulk orders and I talk about what I'm purchasing from Azure Standard, you guys always have so many great questions. So 
That's a really good possibility as well. Pantry items, stocking your pantry. Number four, homeschool encouragement. Um, this would not just be specifically homeschool. I see it as pertaining to all parentings. <laughs> Why did I just say parent? I was going to say all parents, and then somehow I went on to parenting. I don't know. This is a topic that I think all parents would find interesting in the sense that it would it would really focus more on making learning enjoyable, whether your kid homeschools or not. And it would focus a lot on entrepreneurship. So let me know if that's something interesting to you. The fifth one is dogs and cats on the farm. My Bixby content, whenever I share Bixby and the training that I've done for him, the things he can do, um, different enrichment activities that he loves. You guys love that. And whenever I talk about barn cats, oh my goodness, over on Instagram, it's always a very popular topic. So that's a choice. Dogs and cats on the farm. So much we could talk about. The sixth one, the last one, the meaty truth behind pasture-raised meat. All right. So those are the six. Let me know your thoughts, what your favorite option is. All right. Back to our list. I actually have three different things to share here, but one of them I'm actually going to give a recipe for. These are health, like healthy energy drinks. Bill loves Gatorade and my daughters were all travel softball players and they all loved Gatorade. And I always knew even back then when I wasn't in the same place I am today of really caring more about my health and nutrition, I always knew they really can't be that good for you. Well, they aren't. They are loaded in sugars. They have hidden ingredients. They're filled with natural flavors, which really basically means they could have any kind of chemical they want in there. So Gatorade is not a drink of choice. At least it shouldn't be. So some healthy energy drink options include a powdered drink that I love from Redmond. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called Relight, all natural, really good for you stuff and some delicious flavors. But you can make healthy energy drinks homemade. One of which this time of year is so popular with me, I call it saponade. We have our teas, our teas, we have our trees tapped. I'm collecting sap every day. I take some of that cold sap right out of the tree and I add a little bit of lemon juice. I just squeeze some lemon in it. And it's one of the most delicious, refreshing options for a drink that you could have. It basically tastes like lemonade. The sap has a slightly sweet hint to it. And you could add some stevia or some maple syrup if you wanted, but I, I don't need it. I just like the sap and the lemon juice. So good. And there's Switchel. You maybe have heard of Switchel. Maybe you've heard it called Haymaker's Punch or Ginger Water. But basically, it's a homemade electrolyte-filled drink that's been around way longer than Gatorade. And because it's a fermented drink, it contains um, apple cider vinegar. And it also has water, a natural sweetener, if you would like, and a flavoring um, that is usually ginger root. But some people think it's kind of an acquired taste, I guess mainly because of the ginger root. I've always liked it. It's really good stuff. Let me pull up the specific recipe here. I don't want to go by memory because I don't want to mess it up. Uh, Switchel, here it is. All right, you're going to need eight cups of maple sap. If you don't have maple sap, totally fine. Just use water. Three quarters cup maple syrup, 
a half a cup of apple cider vinegar, and four tablespoons of grated ginger. You want to heat your water just enough um, that it's going to really steep the ginger well. So just heat it, not even to boiling, just get it warm. Um, dissolve your syrup in it and add your ginger root. Let it steep for about 20 or 30 minutes. Then you can um, pour it out, you know, steep out the, not steep out, strain out the ginger and um, mix in your extra water. So you don't need to start off with all your water. You can just heat up a few cups of your water and then add back in your, add in your water. So you're up to your eight cups total or your sap, if you have sap and that's it. Let me sure. Did I get everything strain out the ginger? Yeah. And add back in your water. There you go. And you have, it takes 20 to 30 minutes and you have an amazing fermented drink, you know, um, kombucha, you do have to have a SCOBY and it can take usually five to seven days, but there's so many factors. It could take even longer than that until you have gone through your first and your second ferment and you're ready to drink your kombucha. So this is a fermented drink alternative, this switchel that is very convenient and pretty fast to make. All right. The last drink is matcha. And I'm realizing it's getting really dark. Let me turn a light on. Green tea leaves are ground up into this fine powder that is called matcha. This is the newest one on this list that I have just rather recently really fallen in love with. I guess it was over the spring last year. So it'll be close to a year soon that I've been drinking matcha. I probably drink it almost daily, four or five days out of the week at least. I usually turn to matcha in the afternoon when I'm having trouble focusing because it is a very high caffeinated drink, but because it is all natural, and that's literally all it is, is green tea leaves. It um, is all natural caffeine that doesn't give you that um, that drop. You know, if you're drinking a sugary drink 10 or 20 minutes after you finish it, all of a sudden you're really tired and the the excitement that it gave you, suddenly you're just like, you just want to take a nap. <laughs> that doesn't happen with matcha because farmers grow matcha differently than other green teas. It actually has a really high amount of chlorophyll and antioxidants. In fact, this blew me away. It has as much as 137 times as much antioxidants as typical green tea. And y'all know green tea is good for you, right? So matcha is like 137 steps above that. <laughs> it's really crazy. Um, and matcha can provide heart health. It enhances your brain functions. It actually, I found a study that said it actually has been thought that it can help prevent cancer. And drum roll, please. I found a scientific source of a study that shows matcha helps with weight loss. Crazy guys. We're drinking calories that are helping with weight loss. Crazy, crazy. Um, one study even showed that consuming two grams, which is a teaspoon of matcha daily for two months, improves, did improve the brain function in this study of elderly people. These were elderly people that were already struggling with brain function, struggling with memory. And after 
consuming a teaspoon of matcha every day for two months, they literally showed improvement in their brain functions. So this isn't like, you know, teenagers that, oh yeah, maybe they seem to be remembering a little bit. This is literally elderly people who are struggling with this very function and matcha helped improve it. Can you imagine in a younger brain, how much matcha can improve brain function? It's kind of crazy. Um, and you can actually add matcha to a lot of different drinks. You don't have to just drink matcha by itself. I don't think I even explained this green powder gets mixed in with your water or your drink. And it doesn't even have to be hot water. I will take a glass of cold water. I'll add my teaspoon of matcha and then I will, I'll put my lid on like on a tumbler and shake it really hard. And that's good enough for me. Sometimes it does leave a little bit of clumps. Officially, you're supposed to use a, a special whisk that really, um, mixes it up really well, but I don't, I don't do that. I just shake it really well. You can use a frother, you know, a little, just a little one that you keep in your kitchen and use that to mix in the matcha, but not necessary. You could also use a spoon, but anyway, you mix this dry green powder into your liquid. I just use it in water, but you could add it to any other drink that you would like. Um, so here's my recipe for matcha lemonade. You need a teaspoon of matcha. You need two cups of water and two teaspoons of fresh lemon juice and one tablespoon of either maple syrup or honey. That's optional. If you want to drink it without the sweetener, it's not too bad. You stir that up, you add in your ice and that's it. It's that simple. And it's that good for you. Um, I will link to my favorite matcha in the show notes. And I also have a coupon code for you. If you use the code solely rested at this site, I'm trying to think if I want to break down the name of the site and all that, I'll just tell you to go check out the show notes and, and see the link and you can even save and try it out. And finally, we're now to the last part that I promised the four things that I would recommend to help make healthy drinks as convenient as possible. First of all, I actually, I actually brought a couple of them here. We're doing some show and tell now, guys, if you're on YouTube. If you're not, don't worry. You'll be able to picture it. Um, a juicer. So simple. Such a simple thing. But for some reason, people don't have juicers today. I don't know. My mom had one that, you know, wasn't the electric one. It was just the little thing that looked like this top of the juicer. And you just push down your orange or your lemon on it but you have to really twist it hard. And if you have an electric one, of course, you literally just hold your fruit half on there and it does all the work. But it's so simple to take some oranges or some lemons or some limes and, and just make, make your juice, make your orange juice, make your lemonade. And then you know exactly what's in it. It's so good when it's fresh, fresh squeezed. Um, another thing is any kind of an infuser. This bottle that I am showing you is one that has a steeper built into the lid. So in the bottle, you would put your loose leaf tea and your water, you put your lid on, and then when it's time to serve it, so if you're doing a cold infusion, you wanna let it sit overnight probably, you could even just put it right in the fridge. It doesn't have to sit out on the counter, you just put it in the fridge and then the next day, when you go to pour it out, your steeper in there is going to hold back all of the tea leaves. So you can leave the tea leaves in there, but as you pour it and serve it, 
you just have your delicious tea. So it just makes it a little bit easier and just a little more fun. Um, another thing is a hot water dispenser. Highly recommend this. This was a gift from Bill to me like a decade ago. And it's one of those gifts that I seriously say pretty often. This is like one of the best gifts you ever gave me, hon. And I love it. To be totally transparent, I will say that he got me this hot water diffuser because I had burned not one, but two tea kettles. The whistles had disintegrated because I had let the water go for too long, too many times, and the whistles no longer worked. And then I forgot that I put the water on. It's really bad, really, really bad. I mean, to be fair to myself, I was homeschooling during this time, homeschooling four daughters. And it was pretty easy to get distracted during a day, right? I'd put the water on thinking I really need some tea. And then I'd get caught up in a lesson with one or all of the girls and I'd forget the water was on. So Bill did not want the house to burn down. So when he heard about these automatic hot water dispensers, he's like, Michelle is getting that for Christmas. <laughs> but they really are fantastic. They hold, well, mine holds four, I think it's four liters. It holds a lot of water and it keeps it hot. You just leave it plugged in and you just, at the press of one little button, you have instant hot water and I don't have to fill it very often. I fill it like every other day and I have all the hot water I want right there at my disposal. It makes, it makes getting a cup of tea so, so easy. I can't, I can't say enough how much I love this hot water dispenser. Okay. And the last thing, um, the last suggestion I would have. If you are looking at making your tea healthier, whether it's a cup of hot tea for yourself, or if it's a three liter pitcher that you want to make of iced tea for the family, whatever it is, one way to make it so much easier. Loose leaf is a lot healthier. I've done an episode on that too. I'm not sure the number right now, but loose leaf is so much healthier for you than using bags. And once you get used to it, actually, I find it to be easier, believe it or not. Um, but if you pre-mix what you like to have together and use often, it makes it so much easier. Instead of grabbing three different jars or two jars and your jar of stevia leaves or whatever it is that you're using to make your cup of tea, you can have it all mixed together, pre-mixed, grab your one teaspoon of it and be done. This comes in really handy for us with the two liter pitcher I make every day or every other day for Bill. He is a sweet tea fanatic, by the way. Um, but he used to be a Lipton fanatic. So that's the recipe I want to leave you with. My recipe for loose leaf tea that mimics Lipton because I wanted to get rid of the tea bags and I really wanted to figure out how to make it so Bill would like it. And I knew he was going to be picky because he has a certain tea that he has drank his entire life. And I knew if it tasted different, he wouldn't be happy. So this is what I came up with and it worked like a charm. He didn't even realize the transition which is crazy. Um, you want to use Assam and Niljiri. Those are the two black teas that taste, when you put the combination together, that taste just like Lipton tea. You want to use them in a three to one ratio. So three parts Assam to one part Niljiri. And then you just mix it up. I keep mine in a canister on the counter. It's a sealed lid to keep it fresh. I keep my scoop right in there. And I know I need two scoops worth to make the two liter pitcher of tea every day. And all, all you need, by the way, is two teaspoons of this mix for two liter pitcher. It's really crazy. 
and it's delicious, but you really don't even need that much. Um, did I say teaspoon? I think I did tablespoon. I'm sorry. Two tablespoons of this mix for a two liter pitcher of tea. Um, and then three quarters cup of sugar, roughly, you know, do that to taste and you have a pitcher of tea and it is so good. It, it's a huge, huge hit in our house. Okay. So that is it for today's episode. I am eager for the next two. I'm excited to wrap up this season. Although I've been enjoying it so much, I'm kind of sad to leave it go. So please, please vote on what you want to be the next season. Cause I want to start getting excited about that one. Um, but the next two in this season are going to be about, um, how do I want to say it? Um, enjoying the process of real food and how, even though it's not always easy, how it can truly, really be the best choice for dinner or for lunch or for breakfast <laughs> and just ways to not only like we've been talking about all season, make it convenient, but also to really enjoy real food. I think it's going to be a really fun episode. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking through that. And then the last episode in this season is going to be about weight loss. The secrets I discovered that helped me in the middle of midlife, which is, if you know, if you've lived through it, the hardest time ever, I think, to lose weight. But some secrets and tips that I have for you that were pretty life-changing for me over the past year. So those will be the next two episodes. Until then, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I will catch up with you next week. And remember, it is easy to forget how blessed we are to live this life. So enjoy the simple everyday efforts. It is not easy, but it's a good life.